my notes. What does that have to do with anything? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole point. Oh, okay. I was it's like just... waiting, like, what am I missing here? I don't know. I don't know why we, we put that down. Oh, this one. Because he's the great Colonel William. Mm-hmm. I channel. saw that. Isn't that pretty? That's badass. We talked about that sky burial before. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. I'll give you guys the, not... the five minute warning when we hit 40 so that we could finish it up. And we're starting. Wait, are we ready to start? I think we were talking about a certain part of that episode, weren't we? Oh, yeah. Um, the beginning. <clears throat> Let's see. Can I have a napkin so I put my mug down? It doesn't clink. Thank you. Clinker. This isn't that, is it? Sounds like it. There was like lyrics. Did we screw the show up already? I think we were yeah. thinking of the great Kern Polio. You're right. Hang on. Let's try that again. Yes. We're we going to start the show over again? No. I'm not editing anymore. That is exactly no. <laughs> what we were talking about, though, because we were talking about weird religions and we were talking specifically about him and his religion. <laughs> Sounds like someone's speaking in tongues. <laughs> it's the religious. Are we supposed to be silent for this? What? Are we I supposed was, to be quiet? No, I was just so into it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh. So that's how we start a show. That's an awesome start to the show. <clears throat> it's gonna be one of those ones. Who is Cornholio anyway? The great Cornholio. I'm sorry, didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. The great Cornholio. Mm-hmm. Who asked only for one offering? Yeah, TP for his bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird practice. <laughs> Who would that imagine? Is, not as weird as some of these other ones. Some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them. Ugh. Yeah. So, Rob. So, Jeff. Allie. Jeff. Jeff. How are we? Rob. We're pair babble. What episode is this? I don't know. 50... <laughs> something. Oh, we got we got a nice email, though. We did? Yeah. Who did you write it to? I didn't get it. Must wrote it to Rob. Somebody wrote it to us. Yep. It was a nice mm-hmm. email. Yeah. Want to discuss it? They just it? liked listening to the show. They just started. It helped pass the time mm-hmm. at work. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is? A yes. filler? Hey. <laughs> Hey, that's what got me. No, that just couch. happened. It just happened like last week. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I like that. We're up to what? Four mm-hmm. or five legit emails? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? In the week. They wanted more yeah. info about um, folklore, though. So we have to start thinking about that. No, you know what? I was going back and forth with him for a while, and he said something that clicked like a cult. Like a cult practices, like satanic cults and stuff mm. like that. Oh, yeah. So that could be an idea. Like we, need, we need topic ideas. If you could send them to us, anybody. Uh, Parababblepodcast at gmail.com at Parababble. Everywhere else. Facebook. Sacrifice. Yeah. Chickens. Babies. Oh, yeah. Sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satanic so, rituals. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's not our All show. fun stuff. All right. So we'll put that in the in the liner notes mm-hmm. for a future episode mm-hmm. of so, Parababble. Everybody out there could actually use this show as filler time. 
That's what I used podcasts for when I used to work a job where I was able to put headphones in. Were you trying to get away from work or were you trying <clears> to <throat> actually like just like bore your brain with podcasts? I was both and also to avoid my coworkers who were probably practicing some weird religious practices at the time. Probably on you. Mm-hmm. Mm. That'll explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Where what we're talking we? about today? Uh, we're talking about <clears throat> something about practicing. Something. Practicing, practicing. Not us personally. Weird, strange, religious things in general. Did it have to be religious? Um, I don't know, but we should probably like preface the show by saying uh, we're already sorry if we offend someone in a strange tribe somewhere. It's going to happen. We have tri- Who, Who is listening in a tribe? You never know. People in ghost towns might listen. You know what? That's right. because They don't have dial-up. Okay, so I watched this show <clears throat> called Snake City. I don't know if you've ever seen it. They, they're out in Africa and Australia, wherever. These, this couple go around and they respond to... <laughs> they, Africa or Australia. I don't know where it's at. I can't tell you. It's Africa. They're so similar close together. It's actually the Cape of Africa. So they go down there and they get all these calls, black mamas, all this craziness. And they're going into these shacks. All right? I mean, completely run down places, no doors. And they're flipping through, ripping cupboards out, looking mm-hmm. for... Snakes, and I'm like, oh my god, these people are like below poverty. And they come out and they got the black mama snake, you know, one of the deadliest in the world. They're holding it up and they're showing it. And all the villagers come in. What do you think they have? Cell phones, iPhones, beep, beep, beep. selfies. I'm like, but yet they don't have a front door. So to <laughs> me, that's totally amazing. But anyway, so I kind of went off topic here a little bit. Well, it's, it's funny that you just said that because I, I watched that show. I mean, you guys know, you've heard me talk about it before, River Monsters with Jeremy mm-hmm, Wade. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's always like episodes where he goes into like these weird towns that In are like total... Nowhere. Yes. But there's always like the one pub where everybody comes and plugs <laughs> their phones in. And it'll just be like an extension cord with like 10 phones yeah, plugged yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way so to go, it's iPhone. possible. It's possible that some tribes that we're going to talk about could possibly listen to this at some point. Exactly. So, but in other religions. Well, they have to have like a, a language converter, right? Because are they going to understand us? I don't know. They'll figure it out. I'm well, not too concerned. I'm not too worried about offending people. <clears throat> no. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I mean, it's all part of the the life scope, you know. Yeah. All right. Scope. So today's religious bizarre practices that are bizarre. done around the world. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did notice: Did we do anything on bizarre practices in the United States? No. I was thinking about this in my research, and I ran out of time. But everywhere we look, it's always around in these other countries or mm-hmm. third world countries that are just like they're on crack. Is what I'm saying. It's just yes, I'm taking a knock at them. I got a couple. That are, but I mean, not, not like modern day, really. Well, some of these still stick around from like 700 yeah. years ago, 400 years. You know? I have maybe one that's still done, and it's not like, oh my god, they're sacrificing people weird. It's just weird. Well, and we did an episode um, a while back on funeral customs. Yeah. And there were some interesting things that people do in the United States, you know, in regards to that. And I did notice some overlap between what we're going to talk about today and what that was, because... Funeral practices tend to be a big part of religion. Um, so I tried not to, like, go the normal, obvious route with this. And I looked more at, like, the relic side of things. Okay. People collect some crazy things. Hmm. There's, like, parts of saints all over the world. Heads. Hmm. Fingers. Well, there has to be a belief to it, then, right? 
Well, sometimes, but sometimes it just is or strange. Is it, it's just a trophy case. Yeah, like super creepy trophy cases. What's in your trophy case, Rob? Saint hands. <laughs> Saint hands. <laughs> I have saint feet. <laughs> I wash them. Well, it made me kind of wonder, too, like, what the Vatican has behind closed doors. Oh, there's a place you want to go in with a can uh-huh. opener yep. and just get behind every door. Didn't we do Vatican conspiracies? We, we did, did do Vatican conspiracies, and you wouldn't think that there would be able to be an entire show based on that one topic, but we could have talked probably for three more hours about it because mm-hmm. there are some strange things going on there. Yep. So these are all the other religions that we just found random things about. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those shows. Yeah. I feel it. <laughs> Exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about the Vatican. All right. Let's no. get this rolling. What? Let's throw something out there. Okay. Mormons? Oh. Mormons are weird. Right off the bat. Um, please do not come to our doors and knock. Come on. Any religion that follows the guidelines come around from an alien that they met in the woods... You're just looking for craziness. To Is that what happened? Yeah, the Book of Mormon. Is about aliens in the woods? No, an alien came down from another world and gave the Mormons the Book of Mormon. I don't know. All I learned, all I know about Mormons is from the South Park episode. <laughs> That's probably a, a little closer I think to it was the truth. Called, I think, yeah, it usually is. It's pretty good. What was it all about Mormons? Is that what the episode was called? Let me look this up. Hang on. Well, wait a, a minute. Segue. Mormons, aren't they reborn? No. Or are those the ones living in the mountains in the Midwest that are, like, all sleeping with each other and have, well, like, 62 wives and husbands? There's, and, yeah, yeah, part of that. Let's not, let's not shy away from that, Allie. Well, because modern-day Mormons don't condone polygamy, but old-school Mormons still think that polygamy is part of their religion, which is why they still do it, but it's not widely accepted as a practice anymore. That show still isn't on, is it? What show? Um, um, polygamy. My Five Wives. Is that what it was? My Six Wives. Sister, sister wives. Sounds like a was game it, show. Was that a reality show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, never heard of it. What are you doing? I was looking up the South Park episode about the Book of Mormon. Oh, it was. It was. It was called All About Mormons, and it was everything that I ever learned about Mormons from the. South so what have you learned from South Park? Well, it's been a while since I saw this episode because it aired on 2003. I don't know if I've seen it since then. <laughs> it's probably. Were you about like five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. A new family moved to South Park that were Mormon, and they basically go through and explain everything about the Mormon beliefs, about how they, you know, Joseph Smith uh, just kept going back into the woods and coming back and saying, hey, this is what the prophet told me, or whatever it was. The yeah, alien. where the prophet come from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, the weird practice that I had here mm-hmm. is that they have special underpants, that protect them against evil spirits. Yep. It's one of the more tame, strange religious practices. They have special... Underwear. Okay. That protect you from... Evil spirits. What evil is going to go down there? Well, none, because you... The opposite sex? <laughs> Probably not with the, the Mormon underpants, no. So why do your genitalia have to be protected? It's it's actually like a full body. Oh, it's like an under, under yeah, like 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 long a thermal johns. Long, yeah. like long johns. It's like a one piece. Really? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And okay, I don't. I am underwear to protect you from evil. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so they're wearing body condoms for evil. Clobe. Uh, Clobe? Was the name of the alien. K-O-L-O-B. So he popped up in the forest. He came down and talked to Joseph Smith Hmm. and gave him all these prophecies. And then Joseph Smith went back and created the Latter-day Saint movement of Mormonism. And it's alive and well today, I would take it, right? It sure is. <clears throat> Sorry, Mormons. But I don't I don't ever hear Mormons coming out of the woodwork either. You don't hear them in the big debate of religions and their pretty, practices. Yeah, they're pretty like they keep to themselves. Yeah. Because they're probably worried about like getting, you know, ridiculed. <laughs> well, that's like a super secret practice. Like I don't even know how that got out because you're not supposed to tell anybody about that. Well, obviously someone like left the group and said, this is bullshit. Well, I know, but that's like really, really bad. Why am I wearing long johns in 90 degree weather? It's super secret. You want evil, take it off. Oh, no. Yeah. there, There's some strange things that go on there. Yeah. Are you looking up more Mormon stuff? Or are you, just, are you just watching South Park I was, on the side? I was about to watch South Park on the side. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Leave it to a tech guy. He's going to watch episodes. <laughs> So Mormons, okay. Yeah, um, Mormons and weird underwear. Mm-hmm. So that's a pleasant way to start the episode because I'm I sure feel it's like all going to get worse from here. Kind of well known though, don't you? Yeah, it was. I, I remember hearing about it before I saw that. Yeah, but I needed something like before I got into all the sacrifice and self mutilation. Mm. You got that? Oh yeah. Oh, fill me in. Okay, cut um, me off a slice. Let's see. How about the Muslims? Uh, the Muslim on the. The, the Shiites, mm. on the day of Ashura, they hit themselves in the back with chains that have sharp objects such as knives attached to them to mourn the death of Muhammad's grandson. What do they gain out of this? Uh, well, Christians do this too, though. We beat ourselves? Yeah, it's flogging. Oh, I thought it was called... But it's messed up. Like there was, there's pictures. Let me show there's you. There's very serious, like like Christian sex that will do this because it mimics the wounds of Christ. Who wants to see some pictures? I thought flogging was used for our enemies. You might not want to. I don't. Or know is that waterboarding? I'll show Jeff first because I don't really care. He'll give you his opinion. But look away, really quick here. Looking away. Looking. Oh, away. that is. Yeah, it's a guy with a chain with three knives on it, whacking himself in the back. And okay, now I kind of want to see it. It's not that bad. Oh, yeah. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No? No. But there are people that do that, too, to mimic the wounds of Christ. Didn't you ever read Dan Brown's book, too, about the, the um, monk? I'm sure Christ it? appreciates all this, but do yeah. you really have to, like, maim yourself? Which one was it? Was it the first one that came out? Where the... Remember, did you see any of the movies? What movies? The Dan Brown, like, Angels and Demons. No. The movie with Tom Hanks? Yes. Um, bits and Pieces? Well, there's a monk in one of them, and I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one, where he does, he engages in that as a form of, like, reverence. Okay, so what happens in this, this whatever, scheme of uh, bizarre rituals? You puncture a lung. You, <laughs> sorry, I'm out. <laughs> Oh, I hope the Lord likes this. Am I getting carried up to the yeah, uh, I mean, the, the highland? That's what they think then, right? That is crazy. It's just... I mean, should we knock what they do? Because they're yeah. ultimate, ultimately, they're trying to do something for good. Their, their, their belief... No, Rob's like shaking his head. Their, their thought pattern is, look, 
This is gonna. This is showing reverence. This is gonna take me there. So I'm gonna do some form of self mutilation every once in a while. You know, stomp on babies, whatever they do. But I don't really see the end result in it when you could go to your inner self and have your inner peace and talk to your higher power or whoever you want to. Or you know, religion is just very violent in general. You're better off without it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right, that was that episode. Episode. Wow. We're going to just beat that up real quick. <laughs> Send all your hate mail to Parabibble Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're all over that. Well, on a lighter note, did you guys hear about the uh, Mataradian church? About the soccer player, Diego Maradona? Nope. So there's an entire church devoted to the soccer player. They worship him. He's their god. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So, legendary soccer player Argentine Diego Maradona, uh, and the belief was that he was the greatest soccer player. So they even have commandments, which they change their middle name to Diego when they join. And if they have a son, they have to name him Diego. Um, and their mission is to spread the news of the miracles of Diego. Uh, and there's eighty thousand followers of this religion so far. Are they blowing people up? <laughs> no. They're just good. worshiping a soccer player. And so, as their god. <laughs> My question would go to here. So, I'm sure he probably has a couple trophy balls when he played soccer, mm-hmm. you know. And they could take that leather and cut it into little pieces. And if you were worthy enough, you could have a piece of <laughs> that leather. It's like, almost like the shroud. It's like a relic. Yeah, you could you could move or it in. Or when and move he it dies, out. they can just piece out his body. To but you have to locations. name your kid. If you have a son, you have to name him Diego. Mm-hmm. So anybody can be a god. And you have to change your middle name to Diego. Rob, you're tech. You're God. We worship. Cool. See how that worked? Mm-hmm. You will live in infamy. I don't like it. You don't like <laughs> it? You didn't like Diego? I don't want to be a follower of anyone's religion. How about the happy science religion? That sounds happy. <laughs> science is happy? There's a Japanese man um, named Ryo Okawa. And his mission is to bring oh. happiness to humanity. Thank you. Um, it became an official religion in 1991. Oh, And it's literally called the Happy Science Religion. That's awesome. And it currently has 12 million followers. We 12 drink, million? Yes. We drink sake. Isn't that like million everyone followers. in Japan? And their whole, entire, their whole entire mission of this religion is to bring happiness and peace and love to the world. Oh, I bring peace and love every night. <laughs> so weird to me. I want to be part of the happy science religion. Oh, look it up. You can learn all about it. Um, it seems very civil. <laughs> I don't know what the is requirements a, are, except that they said that you just have to have an open heart. Is this a accredited Yes, religion? it, it became an be. official religion in 1991. Why? So do they get You know what? Tax exempt. Tax exempt. Okay. Weird to me is that like religions like that that are all happy, sciency. People like laugh at them, but then these twelve these, million uh, people. Yeah, twelve million people. It's not a whole lot compared to some of these other religions. But then you got these Muslims that are whacking each other on the back with knife sticks. Yes. And it's like, oh yeah, that's some serious <laughs> stuff. Or even like Christians that are whacking each other with what is it? Crucifixes, flogging, yeah, flogging, yeah, and they're well, like, "Oh yeah, that's that's real, that's serious." So this happy science is probably an alternative to people mm-hmm. who can't, mm-hmm. you know, handle the pain <laughs> in other religions. They're like, they "This is some bullshit." Why, why can't, can't we? we have a happy science and a religion where we don't have to like, you know, 
whip Freddy Krueger knives into your back. Yeah, why can't we all be happy science-y? Science-y? Happy science. Happy science religion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Drink sake. Um, Formerly known as the Institute for Research in Human Happiness. It's a religious and spiritual movement founded in Japan in October in 1986, became officially um, recognized in 1991. Happy science is much easier to remember. Yeah. And it's 12 million strong. Yep. Where are these people? How come we never... Is there any over here? Have they transplanted? There, you got one now. You're going to Happy Science? Area? So, to join Happy Science, um, what do we need? A ceremony will be held in accordance to the type of membership you choose: a member or a devotee member. Wait, just get the devotee. So you can be two different kinds of members. To be a member, just send us your visa. Um, those interested in studying Akawana's teachings in advance to further their personal growth become part of an active community working together to practice sharing happiness with others. Um, the practice is called the exploration of the right mind. Also, members practice the fourfold path of love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. It's a modern path to improving ourselves, discovering true happiness, and bringing positive changes in our lives. Um, sign up for membership. Can you Online sign up? membership donation is ten bucks. Ten bucks and you're in. A one-time happiness planting donation of ten dollars is to be paid online at the time of registration. You can donate more if you want to. Twelve million followers times ten bucks. That's a deal. Someone's getting paid. Do so, they have a church or a, um, a place to go? Well, and gather? if you sign up for membership, you get a welcome pack, which includes the welcome booklet, an e-prayer book. And registration to our Words of Wisdom e-newsletter. I think somebody should join. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. We'll have one of let's our make up a, Let's episodes. make up a fake address and we'll just chip in five. And let's do it. One we'll of our future a... episodes should just be a happy science episode. I mean, it looks pretty pretty legit, I gotta say. But what do you get out of it? Happiness. Yeah. Well, look, I get emails from people all the time. You get what? happiness. Don't you want more happiness and love and peace and wisdom in the world? And science. Absolutely. And with science? Mm-hmm. So are they debunking religion or is it just science? What are we doing here? They're happy. There's got to be another Happy point science this. believers have a strong faith in the God of Earth, El Cantare. A part of him was born as some Buddha. Um, in the Old Testament, El Cantare is known as Elohim. It also represents the ancient legend of the tree of life all religions usually come from one source that being designed this world with love Um, a part of this resides in master alkawana the guy that founded it Um, and he is guiding humanitarian humanity to create a world of harmony and prosperity yeah and the silence falls over the crowd Hmm. (laughs) i'm just so happy right now why don't we make sad science well, no one wants to be sad. Let's go join one of the other religions. I love it. You know, you, you guys sad. come up but with, like, throwing babies out of things. Uh, speaking of. Smashing each other with <laughs> knives. I come at this from the happy science angle, and the two of you are like, this is stupid. Uh, somebody well, should think be about sad, it. sad science. If you got happy science, why can't you have sad? There's good people <laughs> out there miserable all I the think time. there's a lot of religions. All the other ones are sad. So you don't. <laughs> That's why they're beating themselves science. down to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got one. We want to talk about some weird thing. I don't know if people are into food, but um, out in India, I guess um, there's a 400 year old practice that people take these plantain leaves containing leftover meals consumed by 
Brahmins in the belief that all troubles and ailments will be cured. So what they do is they wrap up their leftover meals. And um, as you can see in this picture, it's wrapped in the leaves and they start rolling all over them on their bodies in the streets because they feel as though they will be cured. Nice. Well, what do you know? If you're into food fetishes, look it up. It's in India, people. <clears throat> the Brahmins. India. Rolling over leftovers. That's a shame. Well, that kind of goes along with one of the other things I found out about teeth chiseling. Ooh. I heard about that one. <laughs> now, that's, see, that's sexy. Well, that's why they do it. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Don't, um, let me, don't let me loose on this one. Teeth chiseling is a ritual practiced by a tribe of Indonesia um, called the Menawayan. <clears throat> And women have their teeth filed into points. No! So women are more attractive and develop a balance between the body and the soul. Don't miss. So they literally take a file, a very crude file, and they chisel and saw away at the sides of each tooth in the mouth until they are super nice and pointy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like a shark's mouth. Oh. Because that's very attractive. Oh. So you can take a twig and make uh, toothpicks out of it. Hmm. Pleasant. I don't know if that's sexy. Help get through those leftovers very easily. Oh my lord. This is, there's too many jokes with these religions. I just gotta leave alone. <sighs> Filed teeth. People. Freddy Krueger in themselves. <laughs> How about Jewish exorcisms? Oh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> So, Jewish exorcisms include transferring the demon into a chicken and cutting its head off. Sweet. Say that again. <laughs> Jewish exorcisms include transferring the demon into a chicken and then cutting its head off. Well, think about it. Where else is it going to go? <laughs> I really tried to say that with a straight face and it just didn't happen. Why chicken? Why not fish? Can't you get like... Chickens are probably easier to come by. <laughs> yeah, but they don't... don't do... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm really restraining. I got like a thousand of them right now. But okay, do so. Do they eat the chicken after they cut it? Yeah, what off? do they do with it? Do they pound it and bury it? Does the demon yeah, like, the meat? Exactly. So if you cut the chicken, <laughs> you feed off, it to the other chickens. And then you grill it up. Does that mean whoever eats it gets possessed then? And then you start the whole process over again. Or do we just chuck it out in the alley in the trash can and. Yeah, but never then be like, heard of again. like some homeless guy comes Or do by. we wrap it in a plantain leaf and roll around in it? See all these that's options. Ridiculous. We that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, we can mingle all these together very nicely. So we got uh, Jewish chickens that are satanic. Okay. <laughs> it's gotta be hard to get the chicken too. I mean, they're probably running all I mean, over the place. Yeah. Do you yeah, have the chicken semi like like? Do you have it drugged up, or you just like have it running in the room as you're doing your dominus ominous all that crap, and then you just like, oh, there went the spirit right into the chicken because the chicken's now crazy. They probably don't do any of that dominus crap because they're. I'm just throwing it out there. Right, but, but yet they believe that they could take you know evil and put it into a chicken. Well, voodoo. Okay, so this is the Jewish version of voodoo. I don't know. Don't they use the chicken too? They chickens are used for a lot of things because they're easy blood. Sacrifices, all that stuff. And they taste great. And you know what? They barbecue good. Oh my god. This episode is taking such a weird turn. You need barbecue? <laughs> no, but the Jewish people have barbecues. I'm <laughs> sorry. Barbecues. I'm sorry. Are you apologizing yes. already? Barbecues. <laughs> so there's a tribe in the Amazon that eats the ashes of their dead with bananas. Oh, yummy. <laughs> 
these are show stuff. These are like, what? Can you repeat that again for the audience? There's a tribe in the Amazon that eats the ashes of their dead with bananas. Because, you know, you can't just... <laughs> they just randomly, like, burn the person and they're like, alright, mash it in there with some bananas. Well, Why a banana? Believe... I mean, did they, did, have they try, did a little trial and error there? Like, that's the best fruit to mix it with? Or... Do they just dunk it in the ashes and then eat it? Well, they believe that the dead person lives forever among themselves then. I don't know why they, by ingesting like, them. I don't know why they, they mix bananas with it. Maybe it's just a little drying and tacky by itself. You just need a little extra flavor to. Well, spice couldn't them. they just put it in the tortilla shells that they make all the time? You no, know, they're always making breads in the Amazon. Well, they really breads. They're making breads. Look at these people. Ooh, shit! Yeah, naked okay. people. No, they're not naked. That, that's a little like loincloth. <laughs> you know, let me guess. It's one of those plankton leaves. Probably. See, all these religions are tying together, Allison. Oh you know, I, as I read that one, I was like, you know, Jeff's gonna make fun of this. No, I was making fun of it. I know you so, were. So, you're in the Amazon, and like bananas are like their number one source of food, obviously, because they're eating the bananas with the ashes. Fighting with the monkeys They're over rolling it. around in plantain leaves, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. I wouldn't survive down there if I... On a banana? No, because I'm allergic to bananas. I bet you they don't have any allergies down out. there to bananas because they ingest bananas, that which brings your your allergy level up so it's actually in your system. Do you know how hard it would be to burn a body to get ashes when you don't have a crematorium? Well, they don't know. They but let's just, just think about that. So throw, they throw some plant leaves on them, they roll on them, all right? And then they throw them on the fire some and then plantain. they take the coals. Mm-hmm. Plantain leaves. Yeah, that too. Plantain. <laughs> they take the coals. You fan the fire with plantain leaves and then you... <laughs> <laughs> and then <clears throat> you take the ashes and you just kind of... Crematoriums, though, get up to like 500, 600 degrees. Or maybe you. So is it actually, hotter than that? I'm still. I'm thinking like 1200. It's got to be so hot to burn bone. bone. Right. Yeah. I don't know. How I think we should do an episode on that. On crematoriums? Sure. I have it is pretty way. interesting. I have a question on my own idea here. <laughs> yes. So I was just thinking about that then. So they burn the ashes and they eat them with bananas. I wonder if they just like take a banana, they like peel it. And then they got like this big bowl of ashes, and they kind of dip it in there, like a, like like you do with the banana split. Yeah, like you have like a co- chocolate coating. You just yeah. dip like it's like sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. So we have like, uh, and then they're just like, hmm, mm. banana and ashes. Mm. Don't mm. like taste good. Yeah. Banana and Joe. Mm-hmm. Banana and Joe. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the weird thing. So people in this country um, use the ashes to make ink and get tattoos with it. Is that's that weird? weird? Yeah, it is. That's a that's becoming a bigger and bigger practice though that people are doing. I'm not going to tell you what I saw on Facebook, and I reposted it the other day with ashes, because it would probably violate a lot of different security blankets in your head. What? <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. I'll tell you off the air. Why? Because this is... Don't make me edit this. I know. Now <laughs> no, you're saying something edit. that I'm going to forget to ask All right, you well, we're talking about... We're, okay, we're talking about ashes. There are people... There's a practice now that people are taking the ashes of their loved ones... And pause <clears> for editing, and... They're putting them into... <laughs> Vibrators. Oh, I glass, did see you post yep, that. Glass, yeah, glass vibrators. Interesting read. It comes in a nice little case. You can have any of that, that person that passed away, some of their memorabilia or whatever they had that you were close to. But that's to. an artist. You don't think people are out there doing that? No. He's an artist. He was making a statement about the afterlife. Like that Do you was see what we're discussing right now? You don't think someone's going, hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to shove Jimmy up there. It was really weird. You could have an MP3 player that would play your favorite song, and you could have a um, diffuser that would like diffuse the scent of the cologne into the air if you wanted. It was like a prototype for a whole thing. 
Mm. It was weird. Like my idea better. I'm not editing that. That's going to stay in there. Okay. It has been ruled out. <laughs> if you want more information, just go to Jeff's Facebook page and you can see the article that he posted there. Creepos. <laughs> I don't know who posted it on my page. It just popped up as a ad. Um, so, yeah. So, you we're going to those... burn bodies and then eat their ashes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, in Civil War time, people took mourning, they made mourning jewelry out of people's teeth and hair. Okay, that's a little more sensible. You're not eating it. Yeah, but you're wearing it. You've got to lock it with teeth in it. Or... Look, at, they have lockets now that you can wear the, the your your loved one in with a little bit of ashes in it. But that's so. what I'm saying. Like, is it that weird? When did it turn around? When did Ed Gein become, become... a wacko? If he was living in Civil War time, would it just been like, oh, yeah. Let me tell you then, Ed Gein's ahead of the game then. No, he was behind. No, think about this. If he was taking um, skin and making lampshades and leather belts or whatever the hell he did with stuff, we're talking about kind of the same rituals. You're taking you're taking ashes and you're ingesting them. I mean, he might have been a trendsetter without really knowing it. When did he do that stuff? What year? I think 60s? It was the, yeah. 50s or 60s. Because the Nazis did it before he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we can set, take a step back with that, too. But they've even found books now that date back, like, really, really, really long, long, like, medieval times that are made out of skin. Those are badass. The like, Book of the Dead. The Book of the Dead. The incantation. Uh-huh. No, but, like, for real, like, made out of skin. Well, yeah. That's kind of bizarrely weird. We should do a whole show on weird things made out of skin. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll put that down. <laughs> Write that down. <clears throat> Where's our secretary? We're, we're scraping the bottom, the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, but, I don't know. But to get back to that, where Books, was the same? Shades, Amazon? Shoes. Episode number 67, Weird Things Made Out of Skin. On this episode of Parababble, the team discusses weird things made out of skin. Let me tell you, you come across that on, where can you find us? Podbean. Where else can you find us? Stitcher. Um, iTunes. iTunes. You see things made made out of skin. Guess what? This guy right here is gonna click on that mofo and be like, "Tell me." And I, I can guarantee you, if there's one of me out there, there's got to be millions out there going, oh, "That's pretty fascinating." What can they make out of human skin? Duh. <laughs> They're probably thinking, "Oh, they take the skin and they refine it and they make it into something else, and that's how they use this." And that. No, 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 no. We're making books, lamps, tables, whatever we got. Mittens. <laughs> Mittens. <laughs> It's like I'm holding their hand. <laughs> it's like they're right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, so this went from Amazon and eating uh, dust yeah. with bananas. Yeah. Well, I think why they use the bananas, it's easier because it's almost like a it's like a dipping yeah, process. I want to go back yeah. to happy science religion. Yeah, happy science. We got it's happy so science, much simpler man. Happy, happy Things were so much simpler back then, <laughs> 10 minutes ago. So, Before I got into teeth chiseling uh, and... I wonder if a young one dies in the Amazon and they burn them, that the... There's not enough ashes to go around? <laughs> yep, you're wearing it. <laughs> you're getting out of my hair. There it is. small bananas? Um, no, 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 no. Is it, is it considered to be like... Now I'm trying to get serious on this bullshit. And <laughs> you guys are going the opposite way. If a young child passes away and they burn the body, is that considered like a higher level because it was so youthful? Versus a guy that's like 900 pounds, uh, not 900 pounds, 900 years old out there. And you all see them. They're all, like, skins all dragging everywhere. And they're like, You burn one of them guys off. Which which has more reverence, the young person or the older person? 
We'll have to ask some of these people that eat banana ashes. Because the older person could have more reverence because they've lived a full, full life and they have many knowledges about many gods and beliefs and tribal stuff. Is where the young, they haven't learned that, but yet to lose something that precious, that young, I wouldn't even think they even think that way, but being that young, that they would hold that in high reverence too. So where's that, that fine line? They probably don't even think about it. They probably just think, oh man, we gotta eat banana ashes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what about banana ashes? Yep. <laughs> when are these people gonna stop dying? I'm so sick of banana ashes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's going to be the one guy that doesn't want to use the banana, and he's going to be like the next one to get like roasted. It's like, come on, Larry, just dip your banana. Snip <laughs> your banana. How does that work? Is that like the cinnamon challenge? Are you trying to like eat a spoonful? As much as you can take down. I don't know. Oh my gosh. We're really killing this tribe. What's the name of the tribe? Do we know? I don't know. It's just an Amazonic tribe. I'm sure it's one we're going to get hate mail from soon. Because yeah, we have listeners in the Amazon, in the no, rainforest. These, these guys don't look like they're going to make <laughs> They don't have no communications, <laughs> no radio towers. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to make somebody live forever, that's a way to do it. Because then people just keep eating more ashes as, they, as it goes on, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Let's face it, we can eat humans, right? Um, Everything's edible if it's cooked right. <laughs> some, people, some people eat them. Well, there's nothing on this planet that you really can't eat after it's been yeah, cooked. Yeah, but most animals don't eat themselves or their same species. I know. It's like feeding chicken feed to chickens. It's yeah, just yeah. pig or to pig. It's bacon weird. Bacon to pigs. Right. Yeah. It's funny, but... Yeah, but it's just not done. All right. So we've killed enough of this tribe. Um, how about throwing babies from a tower for good luck? Oh, I love it. <laughs> that was really enthusiastic. Out in India, 500 years. <laughs> It, um, Muslim shrine shrine in uh, Western India, they have con- continued the tradition of throwing babies from a fifty foot tower for good luck. Yep, and they great. got a picture. <laughs> Look at this kid. So this, awesome. This kid has this. Oh shit! I'm fucked. Look. <laughs> Don't worry. There's a guy with a blanket. He's gonna catch you. Well, yes. You said that like you do that. Like every weekend. <laughs> Like you just throw babies from well, towers. You know, you know how witches feel yeah. about little kids. Good. What are you handing out for Halloween? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so anyway. But these kids don't die. No. They don't. Well, okay, I got questions. They all live. They do, but. Oh. Okay, so the they, whole they idea. They catch them in blankets. Oh. They, catch, they put sheets out and they just like, they hold them and go. And what if it's like a really like they never had an incident where it's like a really old sheet and the kid comes out and sucks every kid? <laughs> <laughs> this kid came out at ten pounds. They might, but they don't talk about that. Well, here's the thing: they proudly throw the parents proudly throw mm-hmm. down the children due to their strong belief that the practice of this ritual blesses their offspring with good health, luck, courage, and lifelong strength. Fuck that! No, absolutely not. Isn't that what Michael Jackson tried to do? Yeah. <laughs> Dangling his kid out from the balcony. They wanted a sea blanket. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And then the, the world had a hissy fit. Yeah, maybe. Well, wait, just the United them. States had a hissy fit. The rest of the world's like, oh, pss, see that all the time. I don't know about that idea. <clears throat> I'm, but my question is, you know, 500 years, someone slip up on this somewhere along the line and say, oh, shit, whoop, a little too far, <laughs> splat, and then you're done. So, so much for a lifelong strength, mm-hmm. courage, good health, because good health is right. Well, they know exactly where to throw them from. I know they do, but for show purposes and entertainment here, we have... Exactly 50 feet. Anything more than that, it's not going to work. So, yeah, that's out in India, and that's also in the same spot where you can take your plant leaves and, like, roll around in your food. Your 
plantain leaves? Plantain leaves. <laughs> I can say plantain if I want. Or plantain. 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 Right. Wrap the baby, throw him over the side, we're all good. Whack it a couple times with a knife. Flat oh. it out, put it in the leaves, roll it down the street. Just a little teeth when they come in. Can't be science. Do we want to talk about the... Se- <laughs> Did we do dissecting the uh, body and scattering the pieces on the mountaintop in China? We talked about yeah. that in our funeral episode, but not in this one. This is kind of weird. They do this out in China. Uh, sky burial, it's, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Sky burial is... Uh, Practice. Rob and I are both like, yes, yeah. Like, we know all about this. This is a rerun now. This is done in Tibet, where a human corpse is incised in certain locations, placed on the mountaintop, exposing it to the elements and animals, and the, the predatory birds. Um, what does it What does it have to do with anything? Um, it gives the spirit back up to the earth. That's what they believe. You're close. Um, I don't have it in this piece of paper, but... The uh, practice uh, actually is forbidden now. Um, it's given the human body. Uh, what they're saying is it, the human body is just a vessel. Once the soul's out of there, you can chop it up like at a butcher market, but you're just going to do it hillside. You know? Well, I've put so much effort into that. Well, just, you can make stews, pastas. Well, it's the same group of people that used to do self mummification, which is also an outlawed practice now. Mummification is outlawed? Self mummification. Self. So there's a sect of monks from Tibet that used mm-hmm. to engage in self-mummification where they went through a regimen mm-hmm. where they would not eat um, anything except very specific diet for a length of time. They would exercise with a certain routine, so they would basically wear all the fat off their bodies. And once that happened, they would then switch to a diet where they would only eat bark and drink like a certain kind of tea. Then they would wall themselves up in stone and brick and they would do it in such a way that they really couldn't move, but there would be a tube for them to breathe through and a bell. And everyone would know that they passed away the day that the bell stopped ringing. And they would basically atrophy. They would just mummify. I think she just brought the show down by being serious. Yeah. It's a real practice, though. <clears throat> oh. well, then But they don't that. do it anymore. It's outlawed because it was so horrific. But outlawed. Here? No, there. Or just everywhere? There. Well, it's not practiced anymore. I mean, if you're in the Amazon, are we still, you know... No, you're eating banana ashes. But imagine the, the kind of, like, discipline it would take to go through that whole process. I mean, you got to be committed. Or brainwashed. Yeah, well, well, you got to be pretty pissed off if they outlawed that. I mean, said it's forbidden to do that anymore because of all, like you said, all the tedious <clears throat> yeah. work put in. But there's probably still people doing it. Oh. You know, well, polygamy is outlawed, but people are still doing it. That, yeah, right. What else we got? I'm out. You're out of notes? You're out of notes? I'm out of notes. Um, yeah, we did religious uh, rights. Uh, blessing of vehicles in Bolivia. They get cars and they decorate them all up and priests come in and they're like, they bless all their cars. They bless everything in Bolivia, actually. My family's got a weird tradition where we should throw money into new cars. <laughs> Wow, that was really that was quiet. I'm thinking of what some of the bizarre, uh, yeah, kind like, of weird rituals do we have here? Like okay, when somebody gets a new car. That's the first thing you do. You go and throw change into the car, and you don't get the change out. It just sits there. Yeah, it just stays in the car. I'd have to clean that shit up. Well, if it's Uber, yeah, <laughs> someone would steal that shit. It's like a blessing. Well, that's like, like I luck. well, like I told you, my grandmother always used to yell at me. I've said this on many shows. Don't put shoes on, on the, the table. table. And to this day, you probably think I about that shit. It. <laughs> it came probably just from germs. But yep. the whole idea, you know, 
putting shoes on there is bad luck. So it's kind of like... It's unsanitary. Well, that too. Mm-hmm. But then eating ashes isn't. So I don't know where that's going. I it's all it's all in how it's all in your perspective. That's how I look at it. I mean, what do we have for what else do we do that's weird in the U.S. that might be, you know, like so you throw coins. I'm, that's coming back to me a little bit. In the idea of thinking about that, I've heard that somewhere a long time ago. I don't know. My shoes. family's got weird traditions. That's um, what we do. We bang pots and pans on your. What about walking into homes or houses? Is there any weird rituals outside of OCD? No. No, none. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any. Maybe we should just do an episode on um, that for the for the U.S. I like how this was just a brainstorming episode for us. It was. This was just a just throw it together. It was um, just like, hey, did you hear about this crazy shit? <laughs> episode. Check this shit out. Um, how about the boys over in uh, Rituals? In the <laughs> we're back to the Amazon, where young young boys would have to put on the ant filled gloves. They put like biting ants, and they have to have them on their hand for like ten minutes. And the whole idea behind that is see how long you become a man. Um, thirty times painful. Well, it's super painful, obviously, because all they're doing is chomping on you. You got to keep them on. Uh, used as part of an initiation ceremony for the region's youth. Um, the tribes, blah 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 blah, believe that the intense level of pain and suffering will make you <clears throat> will make young men into braver, tougher, and better warriors. And it will protect you from diseases. We do have weird things in this country, though. People talking in tongues. People drinking arsenic. Snake handlers. Hold up. Snake handlers aren't weird. That's not bizarre, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Snake handlers. Yeah. Hey, I got, like, a snake store. I handle them. Or no, are you talking, like... I'm talking, like, at like churches some, when they reach into, like, a huge bucket full of poisonous snakes and they just randomly pick one out and they just handle it and pass it around and hold it while it's biting them. And is they that don't, to show, that's to show that there's no fear. And they don't get... They, nothing happens to them. For that matter, like, any kind of church like you guys heard about my story about going to church for the first time ever last whatever episode it was funerals probably all your hair burned off yeah <laughs> so i mean it's all weird it's it's weird to you because you don't know it because you, that's not what you did it's not weird to some people because they do know it drinking arsenic though is weird that should kill no, you no that's screwed up in the head yeah but because they think but that god's going to protect them and that's going to be how they prove their faith they do it they don't die it's like i came out the other side well, maybe they didn't drink enough. I don't. I get you. I know what it's you're saying. It's weird. Enough. I don't. Know. I don't think it's weird. I think you're just deranged at that point. You know what? Taking the ashes and doing your banana dip and stuff like that—that's something that isn't harmful. Drinking as, uh, um, arsenic because you think it's—you know—I can take this on and it's a sign of God or something. That's just speaking in tongues. That, speaking that in tongues stuff is weird. Isn't that exorcisms and stuff where we meet the Satan's? <clears throat> but they have like religious ceremonies where they do it too, like Pentecostals. Like, they, they speak in tongue. Yeah, it's like. Is this a learned the language? Spirits coming in, and they're like, "What are And I don't know. It means something <laughs> to somebody, I guess. I just, I don't know. It's kind of cool to look at this, but I think we should. Uh, <laughs> chasing a naked man is one in. Uh, where is that at? It's in Japan. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, I'm just reading some of my notes here, kids. That's a frat party on uh, Shinto Naked Festival. The Shinto Naked Festival, also known as the Hakadaka Masuri. You um, just made that up. No. <laughs> it's been around since 17, uh, uh, 767 AD. Um, 9,000 men participate in the annual Shinto Naked Festival. Basically, you got one naked guy, 
<laughs> they run from dudes. They're all dudes chasing naked dude. I don't know what the general That's what happens when you have a really repressed society. <laughs> really? <laughs> they did a Yeah, they wait for that one day a year. Uh, I don't know. What happens when you get caught? I don't wanna know. I don't know. I'm just Oh they oh there it is. They they have food stalls, games, booths for the festival and sell souvenirs that I got I got cornholed. Um yeah, uh, there's all kinds of bizarre rituals out there, and I think we just tapped into some of them in our own little brain, and hopefully you liked our little twist on it. That was like the most ADD episode we've ever done. Oh my god, so it was. Too. It was awesome, though. I mean, I enjoy talking about bananas and ashes and, you know. Parabellapodcast at gmail.com, so that's your banana ashes stories. Um, at Parabellum. Ashes to ashes, all banana to banana. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to <laughs> All people uh, depicted in this were not harmed or hurt <laughs> that you know of. Unless they got their teeth chiseled. Which, guys, stay away. I'm just saying. Alright, we good? Yep. Alright. That ends it.